Sony. Hello, Canada. Tony here. Today's date is June 10th, 2021. And welcome to another Canadian Common Sense Rant. Now, we were hoping to get a full episode for you today, Lewis and I, but yet again, we have been unable to link up. So I do want to bring you this rant. This was something I was waiting for a full episode for, but I don't feel like I can sit on this for too much longer. So, as I say often on this show, buckle up, Canada, because this is going to blow you away. So, on this show, in April of 2020, I remember asking Lewis if he thought that perhaps the Wuhan virus was released upon the Chinese population and the world population as biological warfare on the part of the Chinese government. Now, at the time, he wasn't willing to go so far as to say that it was biological warfare against the world. He was willing to say that it was easily plausible that it was biological warfare on their own population and gave some very good examples. He said, after all, there was protests in Hong Kong, there were protests around the country, and what a great way to stop it, all the protesting against their own government, than to release a virus into your population and lock everybody down. That made sense, and I was prepared to go with that. But now, I have to say that my Okanagan companion was not completely correct in that assumption. I know you're what you're, what you're saying. Lewis was wrong. <laughs> no, Lewis is ne- never actually completely wrong about anything, or at least not very often. But what he didn't know at the time, what we didn't know at the time, what all of you did not know at the time, we now know because of Anthony Fauci's emails. Anthony Fauci's emails are absolute gold, and. I'm really glad that there were some entrepreneurial American journalists who decided to make the FOIA application Freedom of Information and get Anthony Fauci's emails because, boy, are we learning a lot that will make you say, oh, Lewis and Tony really aren't conspiracy theorists after all. Because as Lewis said in that rant a couple of months ago, It's hard to be a conspiracy theorist when you keep being proven right. So pretty soon, we're going to have to find some new conspiracies because we just keep on being right. Tony, where are you going with this? Well, we had said before on this show that at the very beginning of this pandemic that there was evidence to show that there was at the very least some very odd activity at the Wuhan Virological Institute in Wuhan, China, when this virus was unleashed upon the populations. And that evidence was very quickly covered up when the media, on direction from the World Health Organization, started telling people, nope, this was a bat virus. This came from a bat in the Wuhan wet market. And that was the line for many months that, nope, this was a natural virus, bat virus, 
transmitted to humans. First, it was said there was no no human to human transmission until we learned that oh, actually there is human to human transmission, and we got a, a global pandemic on our hands. Now, the Wall Street Journal and this, this these uh, stories were corroborated in a publication called the Australian, oddly enough from Australia, has pointed out that and discovered that. Thanks to the Fauci emails, we've learned that the Wuhan Virology Institute actually was studying gain-of-function research on the SARS-CoV-2 virus, which I have called the the Wuhan virus, which we've all called COVID-19. Gain-of-function research means how do we make this a little stronger? How how do we add more punch to this virus? That's gain-of-function, making it stronger. So it turns out that, yes, indeed, the Wuhan virus was being studied at the Wuhan Virological Institute. And whether accidentally or not, was released from the lab. Now, there was a, a doctor, um, a Dr. Li, who was studying, Ji Zheng Li, was, was one of the lead researchers from the Wuhan Institute. And she had released a report about the this gain-of-function research, which caught the attention of folks at the Center for Disease Control in the States, the CDC. And they asked themselves, are we actually funding biological weapons in Wuhan with this gain-of-function research on this SARS-CoV-2 virus? Well, Dr. Lee, in her report on the virus, conveniently left out one little factor on the virus, which... I guess was maybe meant to lead people off the trail. Unfortunately, others caught wind, and what Dr. Lee had left out was that in the Wuhan Virology Institute, there was an added strain in the SARS-CoV-2 virus, the Wuhan virus, the strain of arginine CGG-CGG. Now, what does that mean in English, Tony? (laughs) You got me because I'm just an average citizen. I have no idea what arginine CGG, CGG strain is in a virus. However, an environmental biologist or epidemiologist or other kind of laboratory researchers and scientists could tell you, and they did tell Dr. Fauci, that the DNA strain arginine CGG, CGG, is not a naturally occurring DNA strain. This DNA strain is manufactured and has to be injected in a lab setting in order to occur in a virus. Okay, so what does that mean in English? Even I can figure that one out. They made this virus. It was created in a lab, as we had talked about on our last full episode, in Wuhan. Hence, the Wuhan virus. Oh, boy, was I ever called a racist for that. And I was even told by one of my smug leftist friends that, will you try saying that around your Asian friends? And they'll tell you that there's a racist undertone to that. And I thought about that afterward. The vast majority of my Asian friends are from Philippines or India. 
neither of those countries are really all that friendly to the Chinese, so I don't think they would consider me saying Wuhan virus to be an attack on them. But maybe that's just me. Anyway, I digress, as I often do. So, knowing now that this CGG, CGG strain was being injected into the Wuhan virus, the CDC, Center for, Con for Disease Control in America, suddenly said, um, are we funding biological weapon research in China? And they weren't completely comfortable with that. But it turns out that, well, as a matter of fact, they were. And, well, we might as well just throw a little bit more evidence that way. Now, Lewis and I had talked about on the show last year that we believe that this virus was actually released probably in the late fall of 2019, and it probably even made its way here by October or November. And there is some evidence to show that possibly even as early as September, uh, the virus was released. And if you need to know if the Chinese felt this was a biological weapon, well, remember that the virus was was a uh, declared a global pandemic March 11th of 2020. We all probably can remember that date or at least agree that that was the date that the WHO had made that announcement. Well, in February of 2020, remembering that February comes before March, Zhu Yu Zhen applied, who was a, a lady who was working on a vaccine. And in February 2020, Zhu, Zhu Yu Zhen applied for a patent for a vaccine for the SARS-CoV-2 virus. Yes, I know, the Wuhan virus. Well, isn't that interesting that if in February a vaccine had already been developed in China for a virus that was yet to be declared a pandemic worldwide. And I have to ask, if we're already looking for a vaccine, perhaps they were attempting to protect their own citizens before unleashing the virus onto the rest of the world? Hence, biological weapon? Maybe I'm just being a conspiracy theorist. Why don't I ask doc, Dr. Zhu Yu Zhen? Oh, we can't, because she died inexplicably in May of 2020. Oh, isn't that convenient? Well, I guess we can't ask her if uh, how why she was creating a vaccine for a virus that supposedly nobody knew about because apparently it came from bats in a wet market. And we were told, well, even after this, this poor lady died in May of 2020, that no, 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 this is a bat virus. This came from the Wuhan wet market. You bunch of conspiracy theorists, racist people. What, what is wrong with you people? Yeah, that was us. So I'm thinking that, yes, Lewis was right that this virus was released by the Chinese government from the Wuhan lab as a biological weapon, but not just to be unleashed on their own citizens, which is why, as we reported way back when this started, which is why the Wuhan airport didn't close after Chinese New Year's for people flying out of Wuhan. 
for three days. So they allowed people to fly all over the world to transport this virus. And hence your pandemic. Now, right here in Canada, last night on Power Play on CTV, there was a rather stunning revelation that was brought up to my attention. And that is a study right here in Canada that suggested that those who managed to build up a natural immunity to the Wuhan virus perhaps are even better protected than those who have taken a vaccine for the virus. Okay, now what does that mean in English? The layman's terms of that is simply that if you caught the vaccine, or the vaccine, sorry, if you caught the virus, and like many people who caught the virus did not know that they even had the virus, remember we had to get tested to know if we even had it for the most part, those people who never got tested or did but felt fine and didn't have to go get any treatment would have built up natural antibodies. And I've told people for months that I probably was one of those who had it, was asymptomatic, fought it off, and now I have natural antibodies. I don't know if that's true. Maybe one day I'll get a serological test. I don't know. But those people who are probably a very large number and a significant portion of our population, those people who never knew they had it, were asymptomatic, fought the disease off, built up natural antibodies, turns out they have stronger immunity than people who took the vaccine. So you still think this is about COVID people? I really just have to wonder that if we're, if we're hearing this on the news, the government had to have known about this months ago, yet they continue to push people to get vaccinated. And Lewis has pointed out several times on this show that the current vaccines we have are approved for emergency use only. And... That is why the government set up a liability fund using your tax dollars because, because it is an emergency vaccine, the drug companies cannot be liable for any side effects. Isn't that convenient? But yes, we're probably conspiracy theorists for even saying that much. So I'm going to leave it there, Canada because I've thrown a lot of stuff for you to think about. By all means, check the Wall Street Journal. Check the Australian if you want to uh, want to back up what I've been saying to you. And I'm now more interested in Anthony Fauci's emails than I ever was before, because while he was trying to cover things up, his emails are just proving that Conspiracy theorists like Lewis and I are now being vindicated. This is Canadian Common Sense with Lewis and Tony.